Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching today, your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. <laughs> Amen. Give somebody a high five and say, I'm it's so glad to see you today. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Man, thank y'all so much. That was awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Well, I have the opportunity to speak into your lives today, and, uh, and I pray that uh, you have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is going to tell us, even if I don't deliver it very well. I believe that God knows how to take what I'm saying, and he knows how to translate it right into your situation. You believe that? Amen. I believe that totally. Amen. And so, just so excited. Uh, pastors, are they're going to be back, and uh, they're not going to leave all this to, you know, to all of us to do by ourselves from now on. They're going to be back. They're going to come, they're coming back refreshed and on fire, so get ready. Amen. I tell you what, this series that pastor's been teaching about divine order has been, like, awesome. And he called me last night uh, and gave me some instructions. And he, he wanted me to remind y'all to vote, okay? And then I told him, I said, I'm praying about what uh, God's going to have me talk about uh, today. And I said, I don't feel like that I can tap into what you've been teaching. I, I'm receiving it because pastor's like at, at this level up here. And he's getting this revelation that I don't feel like that I can teach on. So I'm going to teach on something that I have revelation on. And, and this is, if you ever have the opportunity to preach or to teach somebody, or to talk to somebody, remember to always talk about something that you have revelation on. Amen? And I have revelation on what Pastor's been talking about, but I, I'm not even going to try to tap into that. Okay? We're just going to let him continue whenever he gets back. Amen? And I'm going to tell you this. I say this every time. We are so blessed here at Omega Church to have the pastors that we have. No nonsense preachers who are going to speak the word of God. Maybe it's not always going to be comfortable, but let me tell you what, God never called us to be comfortable. He comforts us, but not to be comfortable. And uh, with what's going on in the nation and the world right now, we need no, no nonsense preachers who are going to minister the word of God and are going to deliver it with all boldness and confidence and clarity of speech. Now, I don't... I don't need to, like, defend my pastor, but I want to read a verse of scripture to you that's in Revelation chapter number two, just so that you know that Pastor Ronnie and Pastor Zona are on the right track. God showed me this not too long ago. Revelation chapter number two, verse number, verse number 18. Here's what it says. It says, and to the angel of the church at, I can't even say that word, Diana, write, these things says the son of God who has eyes like flame of fire. Do you hear that? Like a flame of fire. And his feet like fine brass. I know your works. I know your love, service, faith, your patience. And as for your works, 
The last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. Now, whenever I would read this verse of scripture before this time, I would say, well, that's dealing with something in the church. But let me tell you what. If you do a study on Jezebel and what she represents and the attributes that Jezebel had and, and Ahab had, you'll see that they offered babies to sacrifice in Baal to the god Molech. I believe that's what it is. Okay? Can you see the comparison that's going on in our nation right now? You know how to get the devil stirred up? Let Texas pass a heartbeat bill. And then the devils get stirred up. Why? Because that is their worship. They are worshiping their God by sacrificing the babies, the unborn babies. And so the devil gets stirred up about that. And then also we see one of the attributes of, the, of a Jezebel spirit is that she is controlling and that she is manipulative and that also she is into sexual immorality. Can you see the comparison that's going on right now? You say, well, Brother Trey, you're not walking in much love. Aren't you just supposed to tolerate and love? No. God loves people, but I'm going to tell you what, he never tolerated sin. If he tolerated sin, he would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Is that right? He would have to apologize. He would have to apologize to all those people that, that didn't listen to Noah and didn't get on the ark. He would have to apologize to them. Is that right? And then also, he would have to apologize to Jesus. Because if he was just supposed to tolerate sin, Jesus never would have had to go to the cross. Okay? So there are churches, and this is not one of them. This is why I'm telling you that you need to be thankful. You need to be thankful because this church is not tolerating Jezebel. Okay? To tolerate or to, or to uh, enable means to be quiet. And there are churches all over the world that are just being quiet about what is going on right now in the world. So we tolerate by being quiet. Well, we're not going to be quiet anymore. I'm telling you, the church is rising up. Uh, I had a dream. God gave me a dream. Uh, and God does give dreams. Amen. I'm going to share this real quick before we get going. Pastor Nita was talking about how she was with the kids and they were, well, we got them, they got alone with God and they'd be still and they had a journal. And so they were, we were worshiping God and they were like writing down. Some of them were writing, some of them were drawing what the spirit of the Lord was showing them at that time. And we got home and our son, Micah, who is on the camera out there, our son, Micah, as he was worshiping God, God reminded him about a dream that he, that God had given him. And he, 
He was drawing out the dream. He was drawing the dream. He wasn't writing down what the dream was. He was drawing the dream out as God showed him how it happened. And Nina's just kind of walking around, just kind of being nosy about what God is showing all the kids. And, uh, and she says, oh, she's like, oh, good. Mike is drawing Jesus. Well, we got home and he said, look, I want to show you what, what I drew. And so Micah had drawn out the dream that God had given him. And it wasn't Jesus. It was what God had shown Micah. But when you looked at it from the side, the picture was Jesus. Because everything that God was showing Micah was Jesus. Amen? So the Bible says that in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And our sons and our daughters are going to uh, prophesy. And the, our men and our, I mean, every, and gonna, you're going to dream. He's going to give his dreams. And so God gave me this dream back in April of 2018. Okay? Before all of this started, I'm not going to go through the, whole, through the whole dream because it's too long. But we showed up, Nita and I, and John and Sharon were with us and some other people. We showed up. Uh, we had been to a Holy Ghost meeting that night. And I said, I want to take y'all by a church that I'm building for construction. Y'all may have heard this, this dream before, but just bear with me because God keeps, keeps giving me more and more revelation on it. And I was uh, building the church. It was a traditional type church. And we got there, and they were doing a ribbon cutting on the church. And their speakers were not showing up that were going to uh, dedicate this building to the Lord. They, they weren't showing up. And a gentleman come up and said, well, we're going to have this ribbon cutting, but we don't have anybody here to speak. And I said, you know, I'm building the church. I'm a preacher. So what better? I, I said, I'll, I'll do the service for you. And he said, well, I got to ask this lady. If you can speak in the church. Well, this lady, I didn't recognize who she was at all. I don't know who she is. But I knew that she had a Jezebel spirit. Because she said, you are not going to speak in the church, in the building. But I'll let you talk outside of the building. Are y'all kind of getting where, where we're leading up to 2019 and 2020 and 2021? Okay. They shut down church. That's a Jezebel spirit that is ruling our nation right now. But it's not going to rule for much longer. Okay. Because I'm telling you, when you leave here today, you're going to know how to fight your battles. Okay. And so uh, they set up outside and I went to the pulpit to begin to minister. And coming up over this beautiful church that I had been building, there came... Uh, and they were coming loud. It was a bomber plane and two fighter jets coming over the church. And they were coming to attack the church. Now, we know when we see bombers and we see fighter jets, we know that that is government. Okay? And there was three of them. And so God's showing me that these three planes, they represent the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. They were coming to destroy the church. 
And the Holy Spirit rose up on the inside of me in my dream and said, take authority over the planes and rebuke the attack. Okay? Now, this is where we're going to go today because we see, we see what's going on. But we have to know who we are in Christ if we're going to take authority. You see, God has given us all power and all authority over all the works of the enemy. Is that right? Okay. But we're not going to do it on our own. We have got to start relying on the power of the Holy Ghost that lives on the inside of us. Okay. And so we're going to, Nina and I, God has been talking to us about getting back to basics. And I believe that the church as a whole, not here, but I believe that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God over and over again. And so we're going to talk about my favorite subject, Holy Spirit, because why? Because he talks about my other favorite subject, Jesus. Amen. And so we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and about being baptized with the Holy Spirit in fire. Okay. David said, he said, he said, don't, I'm going to read this. David said in, uh, in Psalm 51 verse 11, it says, do, he says, do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. And so in the old Testament, there were times that the Holy Spirit would come upon David and other men and women in the, in the Bible for just a moment in time. But you see, we live in the new covenant where the Holy Spirit has been poured out. And the Holy Spirit is available to every believer. Now listen to me. When you get born again, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You can go to heaven without being baptized in the Holy Spirit. But I don't know why you would want to live here on earth without receiving and being baptized with the Holy Spirit with power and fire. Amen. Why do you want to live here like that? God gives us this free gift of the Holy Spirit. He said, hey, go and be filled and wait for the promise of the Father so that you can receive power from on high. Okay. So if David said, hey, don't take your Holy Spirit from me, that's what I'm going to say. Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Amen. I know because when I gave my life to Jesus, I'm going I'm to tell you what, I was a heathen. And if you haven't given your life to Jesus, then you're, you're still a heathen. Okay. But I know that, yes, I knew that I was on my way to heaven and I had been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise that if I died right that moment, then I was going to be immediately before God and in his presence. Okay, but I had things going on in my life that I knew that, you know what, I need some power. I got some addictions that I got to get over. I got things going on in my life that, that if I don't deal with it, I'm just going to return like a dog does to his vomit. Right. And so I knew that I needed something more. And the Bible says, Jesus, he said this, said, how much more of the Holy Spirit will he give to those that ask? You see, we have not because we ask not. You see, we think that 
We hear about being baptized with the Holy Spirit in fire. We think everything gets a little flaky and gets a little spooky. No, that was never the purpose of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Yes, does it get emotional whenever the Holy Spirit comes upon you? Yes, it can. And thank God it does because I've had some encounters with the Holy Spirit that I know that have held me today. I can go back and look and, and realize that, you know what, I had this encounter with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit made Jesus, listen to this, the Holy Spirit made Jesus so real to me. Amen? The Holy Spirit is the one who does that. He makes Jesus real. So we're going to get into, get into that today. Amen? Is this okay with y'all to kind of review about being baptized? with? And let me tell you, if you have not been baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire, today is your day. Amen? So I'm, we're going to talk about some stuff that I pray that's going to open up your heart to receive everything that God has for you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Let's go to John chapter 14. I'm going to read a couple of other scriptures before I start reading there. John the Baptist, he said this, he said, I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me. So who sent John to baptize with water? It was the father, right? Amen. He said to me, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm doing, I'm, we're going to stir your faith up. It is he who's going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Who's going to baptize with the Holy Spirit? Jesus, Jesus is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Us as men, we baptize in this. We're baptizing. Okay? But Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. He, John the Baptist said again, said, I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That's in Mark chapter 1, verse number 8. In Matthew chapter 3, verse number 11, he says, I indeed, this is John the Baptist again, he said, I indeed baptize you with water uh, unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, I can't tell you this one, one encounter I had with the Holy Spirit whenever I gave my life to the Lord. When I got baptized in water, Jesus baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay? I went in the waters of baptism and the fire hit me and I was it's like my body was literally on fire. You say, well, I've never experienced that. Ask persons, ask God for an encounter like that. Amen? Don't need to live by feeling. No, but the feelings should I know that every experience I've had spirit has where I'm at today. Plus the word, you can't just have a feeling and not get it in the Okay. Chapter four verse fifteen. It says me 
commandments. And the Father will give you another. Okay, so he, he's right those that have been following him, and he, he's starting to realize that he's going to be gone. And he said, I'm you another helper that he died with you forever. How long are you going to be with believers? Forever. The spirit of truth. And so we see here that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. I want you all to be if you can. The spirit is the spirit that is not the spirit of because it neither sees him nor but you know him talking about Jesus with you and will be in you so he shall be you will not leave you orphans I will not leave orphans I will to you so this is talking, saying that he's going to send another who is the truth. And then Jesus says, he said, it's going to orphans, but I. You see, because the Holy Spirit is the. Okay. I say the Holy Spirit. of Jesus. To read this out. I will ask verse number 16. Ask the Father to give you comfort, counselor, help, innocent, advocate, strengthen, and stand by that he, he may be the spirit whom the world cannot receive, uh, take to its heart because it see him or know, uh, know and recognize him. Go and lives with you and with you. I view you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, saved, uh, forlorn. I will come back. Glory to get to chapter number 25. I'm going to be reading a lot today. I believe the word of God has been building inside of us. Amen. Uh, chapter uh, 25. I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the, the Holy Spirit, the who? Whom the Father will send him and teach you all things and bring remembrance all things I said. Now, I've never got this before until today, this morning. He's talking about, but the helper who's the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name and bring all things that I said to you. Peace, I you. So another attribute of the Holy Spirit bring peace. How many of you could use some people times? Amen. Spirit, peace. Is is nothing missed, nothing broken. And I had an acronym that got a time ago. Peace is people enjoying all covenant. You see, 
one part of God intended to hold out to your life. All in him, in him, again. So all the are essential to your life, amen? Especially your life. Verse number 20, uh, I leave with you, peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give you, not your heart be troubled, not be afraid. And I want to go to Isaiah back here. It's important that we know the acts of the Holy Spirit. And there are seven to, uh, to remind you about and that God wants us to know about. So let's go to chapter And you have it on the screen. You should be bringing your Bibles to church. <laughs> Number 11. Say, hurry up, Trey. Are y'all getting anything so far? I hope this is stirring you up because it's stirring me up. Let me tell you what. I find myself praying in the Holy Spirit more and more and more all the time. And that is one of the signs or one of the things that, uh, that, that you can know that you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit with fire. And that's the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you utterance. You say, well, Brother Trey, why do I need to speak in tongues? I don't understand what I'm saying. No, you may not understand what you're saying, but I promise you, God understands what you're saying. And what's going on in the world right now, we may not know how to pray or what to pray, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. You see, there may come a point, and it may not be too far down the road. Now, we're, we're going to be spared because we're not of this world. We live in this world, but we're not of it. But let me tell you what, there may be some times that trouble comes up against us and we start seeing some, uh, seeing some things, you know, they're trying to mandate us and you know that that goes against your freedom and what you know uh, your freedom is in God, that you may not know how to pray, but you may have to get down on your knees and all you can get out is, oh, you don't know how to pray. You just know how to groan. Well, that's groanings that can't be uttered. Okay? The Holy Spirit knows how to pray. I don't always know how to pray. But I know when I pray in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows how to pray. Amen. And you know what? Just like we said amen just now, so be it. We can say amen to what we pray in the Spirit. Amen. Because we're agreeing with God. Hallelujah. Isaiah, I hadn't forgot about Isaiah chapter number 11. Verse number one, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall go out of his roots. Now, this is talking about Jesus, but we know the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. Is that right? And a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest. So here's the attribute of the Holy Spirit. 
We can rest in him. Come on, this is good stuff. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he can bring rest to you if you'll yield to him. The spirit of wisdom. He's the spirit of wisdom. I can't tell you how many times that I've been on a construction site or just life in general when I didn't know what to do, but I needed wisdom. And I've asked the Holy Spirit to help me, and he gives me wisdom to get done what I need to get done. Okay, so he's the spirit of what? Rest, and he's the spirit of wisdom and understanding. He's the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of of the Lord. Let me tell you what, when the church starts realizing who they are in Christ and starts receiving the fullness of God and starts doing battle in the spirit, because we don't battle against flesh and blood. Is that right? We battle against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And, and, and this is, this is how we battle. Okay, our, 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 our battles are not in flesh and blood, but they're in the spirit. Okay, amen. So counsel my, so when the church starts rising up and the Holy Spirit starts moving across this land, you're going to start seeing things happening. Amen. I believe that we're in a great awakening right now in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is waking up. We're going to start seeing the Holy Spirit move, and there's going to be miracles. There's going to be signs and wonders. Not that there isn't now, but there's going to be things that make you wonder. And it's not just going to happen in the four walls of this church. God is anointing you, each and every one of you, to go out and to demonstrate the power and the love of God. Amen. You know that the Bible says that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by who? The Holy Spirit. There's another attribute of the Holy Spirit. What would we do without the Holy Spirit? We would just walk around powerless. I don't want to walk around powerless. Do you? No. Amen. John chapter 16. Let's go back over. The, let's go over there now. John chapter 16, verse number 13. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth. So he's calling him he. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is a person and he's God. Because he came forth where? Out of the Father. Is that right? You see, I know so. Some, sometimes we can get like all mixed up with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And the Holy Spirit proceeded out of the Father. So let me tell you what, if you've seen Jesus, you know Jesus, you know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's all one. Amen? I'm a dad, I'm a son, and I'm a father. So it's not that complicated. 
fallen human nature complicates it. Well, who, who's, the, who's the father and who's the son? And what about the Holy Spirit? Let me tell you what, the Holy Spirit is the father and the son operating in the earth today to talk to us and to minister to us. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. So where is he going to guide you? Into all truth. Is he going to lead you into lies? No, he's not. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. That's one of the things about being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Dreams and vision. He's going to tell you things to come. He will glorify me. So when the Holy Spirit comes, who is he going to glorify? The Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. Always. Holy Spirit doesn't glorify. If I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm, he's not going to glorify me. That's what Pastor Nita was talking about a while ago. Look, can't look to us. Nobody can look to you. You should get into a routine and a practice of always pointing people to Jesus. I had somebody that's trying to get counseling from me this week, and I don't know their situation, what's going on in their family life. The only thing I know how to do, and it is the best thing to do, is to always point them to Jesus. I told him, I said, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but one thing I know you need to do, you need to press into God. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things, and then all these things will be added unto you. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it unto you. So he's going to take what is Jesus's and he's going to declare it to us. Amen. That was verse uh, through 15. Amen. So I'm going to be drawing it, drawing it down to a close. So what, what qualifies, I want to see how I say it here. What qualifies people to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire? What qualifies? You say, well, why would I want to, why would I need to be, why do I even want to be qualified? Why? Because it's a free gift from God. How much more of the Holy Spirit will he give to those that ask? And then in Jude, he says, in Jude, it says, I'm going to read it. Jude says this. It says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. When I was in Honduras, I did a, a quick illustrated sermon for a church that was there. Rope your hope. Some of you may have seen me do that before. But one thing that God showed me is that we have to have a, a target. And that target is our hope. But it seems way out there. Whether it be a target that we're shooting with a gun or whether it be a target that I'm roping, a, that I'm roping it or a target that you're shooting with an arrow, but there must be a target. If you don't have no target, you'll miss every time. So there has to be a target. And that promise, that target is our promise. And that's our hope because we see it in the word of God. And 
So I got the rope, and man, the Holy Spirit started going in me. And I was swinging that rope. And as I was swinging that rope, the Holy Spirit said, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. Well, I don't know. It looks like it's a long ways out there. And I started cranking that rope a little faster. Building up your most holy faith. What? Praying in the Spirit. You see, when you pray in your heavenly language, you are building up your spirit on the inside of you that will enlarge your spirit to be able to receive what God has for you. You see, so we're building it up, building it up. And when that faith gets built up because we're praying in the spirit, then we can release it. Amen? We can release our faith. I don't know who that was for, but that was some, for somebody. Why do I want to pray in the spirit? Because it's building up my faith. And when I build up my faith, I'm more able to receive the promise of God whenever I'm building up my faith. Amen. So that's one reason that you, that's another reason that you want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So you must be born again to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You must be born again. You must have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why? Because he's not going to put new wine in old wineskin. He's not going to do it. Let me tell you what. If God had poured out his Holy Spirit on the inside of me before I gave my life to Jesus, I would have died. Literally. That's what God is saying. He said, look, I'm not going to, I can't put this new wine I can't put this new wine in old wineskin. Why? Because it's going to burst if I do. And so we become a vessel when we get born again, ready, cleaned up, ready to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Okay. You see, I heard a preacher say one time, he said, he said, the Holy Spirit in me is for me. Like you, you sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. But the Holy Spirit upon me is for you out there. It's for the world. So you anointed with the Holy Spirit and with fire, baptized with fire, and the Holy Spirit upon you is to set captives free. You see, the Bible says those that believe, they will lay what? Hands on the sick and they shall recover. You see, so the anointing, that's on me and you is not for ourselves. It's for other people out there. Yes, it's going to remove your burden and destroy your yoke also. But the Bible says freely we have received. So what? We freely give. You see, I believe that the church gets stingy sometimes. Oh, I believe they get stingy sometimes because they just want to get in church. They want to come to church. They want to get their need met. They want to get their healing. They want to get their deliverance. And then they just walk out and go do their thing. While their neighbor may be bound. Somebody on the street may be bound. Your family may be bound. But you have the power and you have the wisdom because the Holy Spirit's in you. He's a spirit of knowledge. He's a spirit of wisdom. You have that power that raised Jesus from the dead on the inside of you to set the captives free and we just continually let them be bound wow that's that is not even in my notes at all 
So you must be born again. And the second thing is you have to ask. I'm trying, I want to find that scripture reference so you can have it. If you then, this is in Luke chapter 11, verse number 13. It says, if you then being evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children. Y'all know how to give good gifts to your children? Of course. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those that ask him? So if you're born again, you've received God's nature, his new nature, then that qualifies you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And all we have to do is ask. And the next thing, this is, this is so, God made it so easy. I mean, he made it so simple. The next thing, receive. Receive. Don't think about it in your head. Just receive. If somebody brings me a gift and it's all wrapped up and they say, hey, this is a gift for you. I say, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that. It's all wrapped up. I don't know what it is. No. What do you do? You take that gift. You receive it, and you open that gift up, and you begin to partake of it. Amen. Listen to this verse. And when Paul, this is Acts 19, verse number six. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So you must be born again. Ask, because it's a free gift. Holy Spirit's a free gift. And then receive. That's what those people done whenever Paul laid hands on them. They received. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here now. You're moving in and amongst all of us. And Father, I just thank you that we don't have to do any of this alone, live this life alone. You said that you would not leave us as orphans, but you would come to us. That you would send the helper. You would send the comforter, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, spirit of knowledge. Spirit of the knowledge of the fear of God. Father, I thank you that the, that the fear of God is just moving over this nation and over this world right now in Jesus' name. May your presence just cause people to bow down at your feet, Lord. And Father, I thank you if there's one person here that doesn't know you and hasn't received you as their personal Lord and Savior, I thank you that today's their day. They're, they're bound by addiction. They're bound by pornography. They're bound by unforgiveness. They're bound by all kinds of stuff, Lord God. But I thank you that today that they will yield to you and they will surrender to you and you would cause freedom to come into your life because you said, whomever the Son has made free is free indeed. 
I speak freedom over them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I just thank you for a fresh outpouring of your spirit. If there are those that have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're working on their heart right now. And they're ready to receive everything that you have for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is no sense living the life that Christ has for you powerless. He said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, G. Every head bowed and eye closed. If you've never received Jesus, I want you to respond to this altar call too. Your response, your response is your acknowledgement that you're receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you have been feeling like you're in a dry place, the Bible says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's the Holy Spirit. If we're feeling dry, it's because we haven't been drawing nigh. We haven't been drawing nigh to him. Let me tell you what, you cannot stay dry if you have been drawing nigh to him. And praying in the Holy Ghost, building up your most holy faith. I believe that God is gonna fill you today to overflowing. And all you have to do is respond and ask and receive. If that's you, Nita, come on up here. If that's you, I want you to just come to the front now. Just come. That's your acknowledgement in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's so much more. Why would, Jesus, why would Jesus say, how much more the Holy Spirit, how much more the Holy Spirit will he give to those that ask? Why would he even say that if there wasn't more? There is so much more. Thank you, Jesus. You say, well, you, are you saying that Jesus is not, a, no, he's, listen to me, he is more than enough. But he said he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. In the name of Jesus. If y'all would, just raise your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just ask him. Say, Father, fill me. Fill me to overflowing with your presence. Let the anointing, Father God, fall from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, side to side in every working part. Expand their believing, Father God, to receive everything that you have for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says out of your belly shall flow rivers 
of living water in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And Paul laid hands on them. He said, Paul laid hands on them and they received the gift of the Holy Ghost and they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Babe, just, just start laying hands on them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Oh my God. That's of God. Bob your head. That's of This love is like no other. I hear the Spirit of God telling you that. He said, this love that you're sensing right now is like no other in the name of Jesus. More, God. More, 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 more. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. There is so much more. <laughs> There's so much more joy. This river, there is so much more joy. This river, this river that flows out of the kingdom. <laughs> oh, it is full of joy. It is full of joy. That's God. That's God. That's God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He's the comforter. <laughs> the Spirit of the Lord says he is more than enough. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He's making all things new. He's making all things new. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. And God does this special for you. In the name of Jesus. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. <laughs> Fresh oil. Fresh oil. He's more than enough. He is more than enough. He is more than enough. 
Yes, Lord. Gracias, Señor. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fire. The fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Wow, there is a very strong anointing up here. Very strong. In the name of Jesus. Pastor, you have something? No? Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I believe the Holy Spirit's charging us today not to ever forget about him. I feel like he's saying that you feel like you've been beat up in life. He's saying he's not only the great equalizer, but he's the one that causes you to have victory. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for sending your spirit to live and abide with us forever. And we no longer have to rely on our own abilities and our own, our own smartness that we can rely on you. Holy Spirit, presence, name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm 
telling you, your lives will never be the same. If he lives and abides with us forever, then that means that we can just yield to him every second of the day. Do you know that you can carry on your work and pray in the spirit at the same time and it will not interrupt your work? But when you pray in the natural, you have to think about what you're praying. When you pray in the spirit, you don't have to think about what you're praying. I can be welding. I can be welding and be praying in the spirit and never mess up. In fact, it makes it better. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you all for allowing Nita and I to speak into your lives. It's an honor. It's an honor. I'm, I'm serious about that. It is an honor that you would receive from us. And this is not by our power. It's not by our might. It's by his spirit. It all, must be, it all has to be pointed back to him. Amen. Father, we just thank you as we leave here today. We thank you that we <laughs> we leave filled up to overflowing in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that you're making a way where there seems to be no way this week. You're making roadways in the wilderness and you're making streams in the desert and you're causing the crooked places to be straight. You're bringing the high places low and you're bringing the low places high that we're, we're walking on level ground in the name of Jesus. And I call y'all blessed today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.